Hey guys, welcome again to another episode of Male Reasoning Podcast. I am your host, Dwayne Patrick. Again, this is your co-host, Carrie G. How are you doing, sir? Doing well. It's a fine Tuesday evening. Yes, yes it is. How you been? How's your weekend? Weekends, well, they're all kind of blending into each other by now, but once again, doing some stuff around the house, getting things moved into their rightful places, uh, typical settling after a move takes a, almost a year, trying to not make it take a year. <laughs> I know how that is, man. I hate moving myself, so definitely understand that. Uh, my weekend, yep. I was out. I was outside, man. I was busy this weekend. Busy now on a Tuesday. I'm working in a new state, so we in Louisiana. Checking this state out, see what it can offer. Um, weekend we we was everywhere outside. Went to some club. Went to the gun range. Good time, man. Nice. I need to take my butt to a gun range soon. The way the world's working, you better know how to shoot. Yep, that, I've that, I've always said that because we we've we've talked about it in the past, and Damar has always been against having a gun in the house. And then uh, my my rebuttal is: even if you don't have one, you still need to know how to use it. Exactly, and if you don't know what situations you're going to find yourself in, and you don't want to be the guy. You don't want to be that works. guy. What Beanie Man said: Do you want to be that guy? Exactly. You don't want to be the guy that doesn't know what a safety is. Listen. Or, yeah. Listen. Talk about it. Speaking of, I don't remember if I even looked for that when I was shooting. It's like I just picked it up and just did what I had to do. Yeah. What were you shooting? Uh, so the targets were, and this is going to be funny. Um, the first target was a original thug, which is a white guy holding a gun. He got lit all the way up. <laughs> but for my course, peoples. you know, we got to, you know, get one back. But then I'm going to post the pics too once I get back to, to you know, post them. Um, the next one was a hostage situation. And Fortunately, I can say that I successfully defended my girlfriend and got her out safely. Unfortunately, I kept shooting and she still stood there and got hit. Like, why wouldn't you move? Like, it's not my fault. You see bullets coming. Why you ain't run? I hit the guy like four times before you got hit. Why were you still standing there? These are the questions nobody want to ask. I was chastised. Jeez. I was made to feel like I let the world down because she got shot, but I couldn't get out. Why were you still standing there? But was it a fatal wound? Um, a, a few of them were fatal. Uh, a few of them. <laughs> a few. Like, one went to like the groin area. The other uh, one went to like the shoulder kind of thing. Like she would have like one grazed her mm -hmm. ear. Like she would have been fine. Like if I got her to the hospital in time, but you know, she would have survived. Okay. Gotta be more careful. You need to know when to not squeeze that trigger. Exactly. 
It's crazy time. This is why we learn. The lessons we learn. But again, how can I know to make sure I can hit the bag? I got to go practice, right? I was just practicing. Oh, yeah. I was just practicing. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's, that's, that's fair. Again, I get no praise to be like, damn, my baby actually can shoot the bad guy. And I would have only got hit like four times. But if he practice some more, I'm going to get hit no times in the bad guy going die. It's like, oh, let me make sure he good. Like, nope, no support. But it's OK. It is what it is. You know, if, if she would like to give her side of the story, she's more than welcome to come on the podcast and share. But, you know, she don't have a podcast. So I guess we won't hear her side. <laughs> no comments. So I guess my truth shall reign supreme. Is is that the universe? Saying. <laughs> so move, 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 moving right along, you know, we don't want to stick on this topic a little too long. Uh, any mm-hmm. new TV shows or anything out that you've been seeing lately? So this weekend I watched the, it's a new release on Netflix, Day Shift, Jamie Foxx, Hunting Vampires. Okay, I've heard about that. How is that? It's okay. It's uh, Twilight kind of spoiled vampire movies for me. Okay. So it's, a, it's a vampire film. Yeah. So it's it's basically he hunts vampires to get their fangs to sell them, and apparently that's the that 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 was his job until he got kicked for kicked out of the union for not following rules. But then he needed money to save his family to stop his wife from moving away with this kid. And it it's it's a it's an action comedy. It's not gory by any means. So it's not like one of those weird vampire shows. So what I'm hearing is you only support it because somebody black was in it. Okay. Yeah. So, um, okay, guys, make sure you support it because it's somebody black. Um, yeah. It's Jamie Foxx. You know, always got to support somebody black, right? I guess a show for me that I, you know, recently got into, I guess for the summer, was Love Island. That, but not the Ooh. American version of Love Island, the UK version of Love Island. And okay. I haven't seen that, but... Yeah, if you do, like, you'll definitely enjoy it. This season was crazy. Like, Davide Ekinsu, if you know, you know. US version of the show... It leaves a lot to be desired, so I'd say skip the U.S. version. Just hop on the U.K. Yeah, the U.S. version of many things leaves a lot to be Uh-oh. desired. So, jumping into the next part. So, I was driving in the car and heard um, on the radio, they were interviewing, I think it was a breakfast club, was interviewing some 90s R&B mm-hmm. this week. and. Actually, it was yesterday. And they were jokingly saying, like, oh, one of the members of the group used to date Brandy. And then they were joking around and was like, oh, how old was she? This is in the 90s. And it was like, oh, she was like 15, 16. And then everybody laughed. And then somebody was like, bro, how old were you? And the guy responded, well, it wasn't like I was 30. And I felt a bit uneasy if somebody almost 30 is talking to somebody 15, 16. What are your thoughts? 
that's beyond uneasy. Because as a father, I that's, can imagine your take is a little different. So I'd love to hear your view. Well, I, I, I never even thought about it from that angle. I'm just thought I just thought about or I'm thinking about it from just being a rational human being. Right. And that's that's a no fly zone. Especially when when you're talking about like two 15 year olds dating is literally two 15, just kids doing whatever they're doing. But you're a grown ass dude with whatever experience you have under your belt. You dating a 15, 16 year old is R. Kelly vibes, borderline rape. That's Just going to put it out as blatant as possible. Heavy R. Kelly vibes right now. Yeah. It's like, it, which is also weird when you say R. Kelly vibes. It's like when you hear the stories behind R. Kelly, you're like, dude. Why didn't nobody hold him accountable? Uh, why did everyone turn a blind eye? Why would they? What do you mean? Like why? What? Why? To, if so, if you're if you're okay with him doing that, you're in his circle. That means you would do it too. So why would you hold him accountable? That is true. You're they're kind of kind of the same. Show me your friends, and I will tell you who you are. Kind of jazz, right? Like right. They're, they're all the same people. Women recruited little girls for him. That is true. And again, that so, comes to something. It's like the people that help. These people that have these, I won't call, I want to call that sickness because that's what it seemed like to me. So to me, it's a sickness, something wrong with them and at them head somewhere along the line and they need some kind of help. And the people that help them get their supply, I'm like, something is wrong with you too, because how are you okay with this? Mm-hmm. I was watching so, no, I can't remember his stupid name. Epstein. Yep. Is that Jeffrey Epstein? Yeah, that's a big that's a big thing with trafficking and little girls and thing too. Yeah. So there's this thing on Netflix. Um, an actual documentary about it. I think I've seen it as well. They they were interviewing some of the survivors, which I think some of them should go to prison too. But like there were girls who were introduced to this life and then they were turned into recruiters and they brought their friends. Right. They went on and recruited other girls. I'm like, this was so wrong when it happened to you, but the money was so good. You made it happen. Is it the money or is it this age old thing of misery loves company? It happened to me. So I need it to happen to someone so, else so that we can say it happened to us. Yeah. I think that plays a huge part in it that people don't realize that they're doing that or that misery is really the one that's taking over their actions. Because if you look at it, everybody tells you to do all these things in life, buy a house, buy a car, do this, do that as the so-called checklist, right? But if you're doing the checklist mm-hmm. at points where you're not prepared for the checklist is it really checking off anything off the list or are you just taking on stuff that you have no business taking on agreed it's 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 a little of both but it's definitely taking on things that you're not ready for 
for the sake of completing a list that you didn't create for yourself. Exactly. So it's like, who are you really living for? You're living for yourself and what you want and what make you happy. Or are you living to complete this checklist that somebody else put out that tells you after you do all this, you'll be happy because then you see what tends to happen is you complete the checklist. You get the wife, the kids, the house, the job, and then you're still not happy, which leads mm -hmm. into the other question you had asked earlier, which is how do people just wake up one day and just say, I'm done and just leave the marriage after they were happy for so many years before, because they were doing a checklist and they realized they were living for something yep. else and some other entity, um, so to speak, and it wasn't really living for themselves. And then it's like, man, I'm done with this and everything associated with it. That is so true. But I think we, as to some degree, everybody, but I know for us Caribbean people, we were programmed to think that life works a particular way. And any deviation from that list is unsuccessful, mm. which is absolute horse shit. That is true. But again, until you have the awakening in yourself to realize that I'm living for me and nobody else and it don't matter because this is the thing, mm. you know, once you realize that your parents aren't in charge anymore and literally like, oh, you go to work, you make money, you take care of yourself and you are in charge. Once you get to that realization and awakening, like, yo, you can do what you want. The the world is your oyster. It just, it just has taken a little bit longer for a lot of us to come to that realization. Sadly. It's a slippery slope when it comes to that, just kind of touching back on the, that whole brandy situation. Right. But some would argue that it's a matter of preference and some people just prefer the younger of the other gender or whatever. Because it does happen on the other side too where there's a grown-ass woman with some 12-year-old kid True, but even in so, those instances, look how rare they are. Can't you say that it's more maybe something is wrong with them than it's uh, a natural thing? No, I don't think it's rarer. I just think it's not as advertised or as talked about because men use it as a badge of honor. Again, with that badge of honor, the reason all these women are going to jail in terms of you know, the teachers sleeping with the kids is because that so-called badge of honor becomes a, a a point of envy and jealousy. So he tells Billy and then Billy's like, what? She did what? And now Billy wants some and can't get some. So Billy tell his parents and guess what? Now she's in jail. So. Exactly. Like, what can you do? But, but yeah, completely flipping the switch on the preference topic, I have a weird preference when it comes to females and things that I look for. And if it's not there, it's like, it's a no go. What are some of the things that you have learned over the years that, yeah, your, your, your partner needs to either do this or have this or look or whatever it is. What, what are some of those things that you've noticed or learned about yourself? Well, one, only does she have to be able to cook 
she must also be able to um, be self-sufficient in a in a way. She must be able to take care of herself and manage and not, you know, be in the need of rescuing. She must be able to survive. Because imagine if I have a child, though I don't want children, but if I happen to have children and then something happened to me, I need to make sure that my kids are in capable hands. Mm -hmm. If you're always in trouble and you're always in problems, how can I rely on you to be there for the kids? But this is things people don't think about when they're selecting a partner. They don't think about, True. okay, if I am not here, what's going to happen if we have kids? You know what I'm saying? Is this person the right type of person that I would want mm -hmm. to raise the kids? Are they going to look out for the kids' best interests? Are they going to, you know, make sure that the kids are protected from everything? You know what I'm saying? It's certain stuff you have to look out for. Outside of that, I would say, though she needs to know to cook and she must be self-sufficient yes. in terms of being able to survive in the world, she must also be able to maintain a certain weight. Because again, you know, you have to be a certain way to get on this right. That That's is, fair. I, I'm very picky when it comes to, I guess, nails, toes, stuff like that. So if those not done, it's automatic. I'm out. So. Okay. What about you? Very similar to the stuff that you mentioned. Cooking. I don't know if necessarily cooking is a plus or a minus. I can't help myself. Worse comes to worse. But having somebody that can cook makes sense. It's just... They just make sense. But for me, it's more personality, being able to just adjust, adapt to different environments. Um, definitely with you on the being able to be self-sufficient and figuring shit out on your own. If you're in a situation where you're by yourself, you're not completely lost and need to be rescued. That's a plus. But on the more trivial side. Here we go. I have a huge issue with fingers and toes. Talk about it. And it has nothing to do with being manicured. It, it is not the getting your nails done or your toes done. It's not that. It's just the look. Because no offense to anybody. And really nobody can take offense. It's just my preference. Whatever. You have some very young people that have old fingers and toes. Yo, talk about it. Them people scare me, dog. And it's it's weird to me because it, your toe, your fingers, your toes, have, they don't represent how you look in any way. It's just off. And like those things throw me off. It, it's funny. I was, I've always liked Halle Berry as an actress. Right. And I went to an Arsenio Hall comedy show couple years ago before the pandemic and he made reference of the fact that her toes are all jacked up that she is she's the one of the prettiest women on screen from her head to her ankles is what he said and ever since that moment i've started because i follow her on instagram i started to notice her her videos her her lives whatever she does she hides her feet so she's insecure about her feet Interesting. And I'm like, shit, this has now thrown me off completely. She's not as attractive as she was to me before anymore. Oh, man. 
ruin the whole image. Like, just messes with the whole thing. And it's it's like there's this there's there's other females that I know that oh she's she's attractive, she's successful, she's doing what she needs to do to to get her life in order, and then she posts and this is somebody I went to school with as well. So it's somebody that I know. She posts a picture of her toes the other day. I'm like, shit, well, not as interesting at all as a person anymore. It's, like, it's just a weird quirk that I have that, especially toes, not so much fingers, but toes. It's like your toes have to look right. Talk about it. I, I am a big toes person. And big hands person as as well. I don't know. It could be the mandibleness. I don't know. It it, it could be that because could be. even when I'm traveling, like I remember I went to I think Turks, and in Turks we're about to go. Um, I think it's parasailing or something. And in doing that, the guys running the boat are Jamaican or been to Jamaica, and it's like yeah. Oh, we're from Mandeville. Boy, Mandeville have the stush girl, man, Ray, Ray, Ray. So it's like, we have a certain level of class, I guess, coming from Mandeville that we have a certain level of expectation for certain things that is just different. Apparently, because I thought it was just me. I know you're saying it's the same. Could be. But, and which is funny to me because I don't feel like I grew up in Mandeville. Yes, right. I lived there. But I'm in a field just because went to school from primary school, basically third grade in Spalding straight through high school. Right. I, f- I felt like all I did for those years was really just sleep in Mandeville. Yeah, but you came back to Mandeville and game shop time to time and KFC, I think. Uh, Spalding never really have oh. everything like that. So, No, but for sure, you definitely get exposed to and you, you, you are very correct when it comes to, like, thinking back now, Mandeville Girls is a different breed. Different. Different breed. Anyway, you go. You know a Mandeville Girl different than any other girl. Mm-hmm. So. Jesus. I'm going to miss me out. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you have to, you know, you have to reminisce sometimes and go back. But, all right. Last last yeah. topic before we jump on the main topic why we're here tonight. Um doing things for clout. Like with all these people doing these videos where you're seeing boyfriend embarrassing girlfriend or girlfriend embarrassing boyfriend and all these things on the internet. Can you believe anything anymore or is everything just for clout? I think most things are for clout. It what what I don't get and it is it is a generational thing. So some of it could very well be legit. But this generation is camera ready. Like their hand is on the phone to start recording at the drop of a hat. Some of these scenarios are just not... They, the way that they happen, there's no way you're already recording. Like what would have given you... What instinct do you have to start recording a couple, two tables away fighting make it make sense and and you you start the recording before the fight starts so I, so you know it was happening exactly so what instinct gave that away for you to just be prepared and then some of the some of the context of what they're doing like i see i saw a video of a kid 
basically a mother recording a baby trimming his father's hair. Father has dreads, so there's locks everywhere. And she walks in. He has a scissors in hand, a lock in hand. The dad wakes up. It's like, this is fake. Why you say it's fake? Dude wakes up. The, the side of his head that he was sleeping on is already cut. Yo. And so he rolled over and the, the kid just cut his hair. The other thing too is babies don't know how to use those things like regular adults do. So at some point he would have probably stabbed his father. Make it make sense. But I have a two-year-old. She stabs with everything. Again, everything is for clout. So don't believe what you see. Don't believe what you hear. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't anymore. Especially you look at these pages and they have upwards of 100K followers. Right. They're just doing things to maintain their followers. So then it is at what point can you really say anything is really real anymore? Because at this point, the best times that we've had are behind us at this point because it's before this age because everything in front of the camera is fake. Everything you see on Instagram, TikTok. Oh, yeah. Basically, the golden generation mm-hmm. and golden age is before all this happened in 20, was that 2012, some shit? Mm-hmm. Just about. Like, yeah. this is crazy. The rise of the androids. Hey, what can we do? But let's jump into the main topic today. So, complacency in relationships. Found this topic basing off a video on YouTube I came across where it was stated in the video that people tend to do things in the beginning stages of relationships to attract you, to get you to commit to them. And then after you've committed to them, they tend to stop doing those things, which got you to commit, which then leads to anger, frustration, you know, and then leads relationships into issues. So my question is, why are we, tricked into relationships and why can't we maintain the so-called standards that we set in the beginning, I guess, initial dating stages. Before I answer that question, throwing one back at you, have you ever scammed someone into a relationship? Scammed someone into a relationship? The same context where you did something, you were, a, you were a particular person when you were pursuing them. And then by the time the relationship started, you get you went back to your regular self, which is ultimately a scam, a con. I've never scammed anyone, but I've been scammed many a times. So I've been okay. the victim of scams and, you know, you live and you learn and you move on. True. But yeah, you first. Yeah, I've I've never done it. Um, probably have had it done to me, but don't care. Just kind of moved on. But <clears throat> I think people in general, kind of back to that point that you made about that checklist, some people, some guys, some girls, in their mind, they need to be with a certain kind of person for society's approval. And in order to be with, or attract those people, they have to be a certain person, which oftentimes is not who they truly are. Right. 
and you find yourselves just blending into the the quote unquote right crowd and the right places. And then all of a sudden that guy or that girl that you had your eyes on starts noticing you because of the circle or the spaces that you find yourself in. I wouldn't really say that's a scam. It's just, you just position yourself in a way that someone that wouldn't have noticed you notice you. I would say for me, more of a scam is this, right? Like if, you dating somebody and you realize that that person is say messy, right? And you're particularly clean. But when you started dating them, they said, Oh, yo, I am super duper clean telling you all this type of stuff, running it down. And like, they come to your spot and see that, yo, you're super duper clean. You go to their spot. It's not. Right. You don't say nothing. You just let it be. But then you start to notice that every time you go to their spot, they start cleaning up. That's a scam and a lie because you not that. So why are you putting on this facade that you're something you're not? I think that's a that's a weird example, just because it's a positive thing. If you actually emulate being clean, How? because this is the thing you can't sustain it. Go. I, I don't I, one I, I, person. I, I, one person lives it because that's how they are. You're putting on a facade. Yeah, it's I not going to last. And you're then going to grow resentment. Get, you're gonna, it's going to be a whole bunch of stuff that starts happening because you're putting on this fake image to try to be with somebody that you don't match with. That, that's true. The, the maintaining part of it, it, the sustainability of the habit is what's actually going to lead to the issues as the relationships the relationship develops. Because if you get with the person and then six months in, Okay, good. You can keep it off for six months, but 12 months in, oh man, you start struggling. Then we hit 18 months in. What you oh, going to yeah. do? You either got to adapt this lifestyle or you got to got to get out. What you going to do? True. Yeah, I think I think a more appropriate example though is the dude or the girl that rents the high high end car to go to the clubs each night to pull their their interest and then by the time you get into a relationship person has nothing still lives in in a situation where it's not conducive for a relationship whatever that may be for everybody because that's going to be different at different levels True. Uh, just completely fake but then you did it in a in a way that you looked authentic so you were in the right place at the right time balling to get the chick and then pretty soon whatever money you're spending runs out and you can't ball anymore but now there's this girl that thinks you're this high roller that now sees that you're really the guy pretending to be the high roller and then you can't, there's nothing you can do in the, that present moment to really convince them that you're truly what you thought, what they thought you were because you're back to who you really are in the space that you really build. Well, let I me mean, not say belong, but it's in the space that you, you reside because that's who you are. Right. Yeah. I think that's uh that, that is more of, I wouldn't say one is more or less because I feel like they're all yeah. scams on Diff different, different levels. levels. So it's, yeah, the baseline is still a scam. It's just, you know, oh, yeah. one is a massive scammer. We come from the hills of um, Mobile and, you know, 
<laughs> one come from Kingston. It's just two different levels to this gamut. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think people in many ways just think that they have to be a certain way to get a certain kind of person. But then the thing is, why? Why do you feel like you have to put on this image and you can't be yourself and your truest self to attract the person you want? Why do you have to pretend? Because nature, nature soldiers shows us that eagles don't fly with vultures. I don't follow. Where people people know that they're different. Okay. And it is an assumption that like people, even though there's the whole opposites attract, majority of people still believe that like stays with like. Birds of a feather flock together. Okay. So in order for me to go and be with somebody outside of my flock, I have to either be like them or be something that attracts them. I can't be myself. But this is a problem. If you're not yourself, it, you can't sustain it. So you're going to what? You're going to get in a no, relationship yeah. and get married and pretend to be somebody you're not for what? Till you're dead? Like that doesn't make no sense. A lot, a lot of people are idiot too. Yeah, like, I tell people all the time, you meet me, you meet that John Crow. I'm the same John Crow. From- nah, I had nothing. I am, I am as cold as dark or whatever you want to call it. But obviously, when we say John Crow, it, it's for the other listeners, listeners of Vulture. But for me, when it's a John Crow, it's extreme. So you know, say. You're getting me a hundred percent of me. Okay. And that that was when I met wifey. That was the same thing. I'm the same person I was eleven years ago. Today, like shit ain't changing. Right. If you don't like it, it's tough luck. Okay. So speaking of changing, how have you changed over the years in the sense of? you as a man and say going five years back each year, how are you different? Um, the, the biggest difference personality wise, nothing has changed. Um, I'm still me love chat can blend into any situation can rely on me to do whatever, but where I have changed is from an emotional perspective and kind of what we touched on in our last episode, learning when to display emotions. Right. And like in, in my head, and it's, so, it's a joke that I make a lot of the times is I have emotions and I have an adequate amount of EQ, but I choose to invest it in different places. So I'm learning when to invest that, especially when it relates to wife or child or things happening in with people in my surroundings. Cause as, as I said before, I'm not a very emotional person. So an in a relationship that can definitely be an issue because when you're supposed to show empathy and supposed to be emotional because some of your partner is going through something you're not. So over the years, I've seen where that has changed a whole lot. I'm not just flat. There, There's some terrain to the way that I respond to things. 
But outside of that, nothing else has changed. I've kind of still maintaining the same momentum, same trajectory to get to the end goal. Not sure what the hell that end goal is anymore, but just I'm, I'm moving forward, but learning and picking up stuff as I go. Okay, that's not bad. That's a very healthy, I would say, self-assessment. Yeah, room, lots of room for improvement. But you know, this is the thing with life, you know, you can always grow because we don't know when it's over, so we just have to improve every day. Oh yeah, but what what about you? Thinking back through even some of the relationships where you were quote unquote scammed, like what 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 things have changed for you? that prepares you or has prepared you or had prepared you for the next relationship to prevent being in a situation where you're being played or scammed for lack of a better term. Well, this is the thing in life. You, you never really know when you're being scammed. You only find out when you find out. So there's nothing I can really do to prepare to avoid another scam. I just have to trust that, you know, my instincts are right. And that, what I see is, you know, actually what it is. And you can, I guess you can tell because you can pick up on things because assessing previous situations, you realize where the flags were, where the signs were that you didn't pick up before. So I'd say now I'm more attuned to those uncomfortable signs that would show, okay, the person might not be fully themselves. And if somebody is not fully themselves around you, mm-hmm. maybe it's something you're doing to have a defensive wall up for them to have that wall up around you. So you got to figure out how to get them to not have that wall up. So you got to communicate, you got to work on it. So just growth, I guess, over time, just becoming a better person, communicating more. So we'll see. That'll be it for this one, guys.